0: and welcome back to the movies made us do it me and matt are back how are you matt i'm
1: pretty good so how are you
0: i'm all right yeah yeah i'm doing uh doing well watched a couple of things um i guess we'll probably end up talking about star trek later but we'll leave that for later <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah do you want to do you want to kick us off what have you been watching uh shall we start with the Apollo oh yes the, the movie that we've both watched um so I was I was kind of wow like you because we, we talked earlier in the week and you were like oh I don't really have I haven't seen much and I was like yeah neither have I um and I was kind of desperately looking for something and I saw the trailer for uh where I saw it on Netflix you know you get that auto yeah. trailer for um Apollo 10 and a half uh space age childhood and um Oh, I wasn't really that sold on it, but I was like, well, I kind of need to watch something. Um, so I put it on and I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I'm curious what you made of it though. Well,
1: like, like when well, I mentioned, I hadn't seen anything and i I had seen that trailer hmm. and I, I don't know who that is for. I wasn't, you know, it was like, a, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you said, Oh, I, 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 you know, I've watched that. And I thought, Oh, okay. I'll yeah. If you've watched it, at least that gives us something to talk about. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. And,
0: it's it. I really liked it as well. It's 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 not what I thought it was at no. all. Uh and I I really I, I I was just it was just a real joy to watch. To be honest, I can't yeah. um uh, yeah. I think, this
1: is a, I think the first time I saw the trailer, I didn't realize. I obviously didn't notice that it was a Richard Linklater mm. movie. Yeah, because I think that would have at least made me go, oh, it's Linklater. So even though I don't really know what it's about, that sort of thing, I'll yeah. Because I like the I like the you know but the before trilogy. And I like the, I, I liked uh, boyhood. I thought that was a really good movie. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. And of course it's from the, the scanner, darkly studio. So it's, yes. it's, it's in that style. And mm-hmm. I guess we'll talk about that style in a bit. Yeah. Um. So this is basically a, a film set before Apollo 11, before the moon landing. Yeah. um. And it's, it's a, a fourth grader or an adult recounting his kind of fourth grader imagination is he kind of he 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 imagines that he is they make they make this moon lander that's too small yeah so they hire this this 10 year old or 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 however (laughs) old he is i guess he's 10 and a half to um to go into space and be the first uh the first boy in space that's like kind of the setup but the movie's really not about that at all um
1: it, it goes it goes into it goes into that and you and you you sort of think God, where is this movie yeah, going to go? it was it was
0: starting to lose me. Yeah, when they got to the bit with the playground, which is right at the start, I was like, "This is kind of charming," but you're kind of losing me. And then we oh, get the the, the suits on, turn on, up, and... and
1: who is this bloody movie for? This
0: is the yeah, is it?
1: Because I mean, it's not really a kids' movie. No, but no, it it's not kind at all. Of is. It's
0: it's kind of,
1: <laughs> and I, I I thought Jack Black did a. Gonna sterling job as the voiceover
0: absolutely the i thought it was fantastic
1: um uh, which you know i've heard him do stuff before, voiceovers that work before which it was so i was like more than happy to to hear his voice sure he does have a very good voice
0: he does yeah he he really does and i and i thought he did a fantastic job here um but what yeah. this what this movie really said, is is like
1: um, his mother worked on um the apollo missions
0: i didn't know that
1: yeah he's 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 um I can't remember whether she's a scientist or what. well but she yeah he's is he's, uh, Jet Black's parents I think Ooh. are scientists.
0: But what this movie really is um outside of the wonder of space. So so obviously he grows yeah. up in a in a a uh, in in the area where all of these everyone works for NASA basically. Yeah. Um. they they
1: It's like an area is it just outside Houston or Just is... outside of Houston
0: yeah. and and I've I've I know like Richard Garriott um who made The Ultima video games and stuff he he's from a from an astronaut family and basically he said that that where these people live they all everyone there works for nasa and is involved in nasa um and this kid grows up there now his imagination his imagining being on the moon that that does happen in the movie that's a very small percentage of the movie though Mm -hmm. and and what we really have here is kind of just a slice of 60s growing up in the 60s and life in the 60s and um i thought this was charming as hell once it got into it
1: I think a lot of people will, it will probably bug a lot of people. I, I
0: think it might, actually. It, I It could have gone one way or the other. I was wondering they, how it would go with you, actually. I was curious.
1: Well, I think the thing is is that, I though I didn't grow up in the 70s, like, you know, I grew up in the 80s. Yeah. The 80s was so steeped in that, you know, when he goes to the bit where he's talking about the TV shows he watched,
0: you yes. know,
1: sort of first-hand, I grew up watching all those TVs as well. Obviously, yeah. not a you know, it, when they not, were
0: yeah, in syndication but, and, you know, I yeah.
1: watched all those TV and I, I sort of was one of those kids who love, who love watching the space stuff. I mean, yeah, it's uh, school. We watched one of the, um, uh, one of the, uh, shuttles take off, but you know, yeah. And yeah. Thankfully not the really bad one, mm-hmm. but yeah, I remember, you know, so it, it even though it is, I'm, I'm not a sixties person. I grew up with a with a reverence for the sixties. I mean, my favorite one yeah. of my favorite fucking shows is is Star Trek. So you know,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: That that sort of love and uh, for the for the the whole space stuff, you know, started with all that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, 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 and,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it is a complete nostalgia fueled.
0: That's all it is. It's kind know, of someone just talking about their childhood, effectively, and and going through. You know things they watched, things they did in the sixties. Yep, uh, life in the sixties. Um,
1: stuff around the Houston area. Well, the, the, yeah, the beach they went to the, the the cinema. They went to to see Sound of Music with their grandma.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. The, it's the pop culture of the time, the music, the films.
1: And one of my favourite ones bits was when they're in the car with this the with hippie. No. Oh, that is the, yeah, when the brilliant. Been out the
0: hippie. So that is hilarious. That was
1: hilarious. good as well. The where, where where she says it's <laughs> that hippie. Yeah, he's got long hair. He's a hippie. What about that one?
0: No, no his he's hair's too short,
1: short. He's got too short hair. And just yeah, but he's wearing bell bottoms. And the mum says, "Yeah, he's a hippie." And puts the lock down. That is. <laughs> he
0: put the lock down. is made me laugh. Yeah.
1: No, my favourite bit was when they were in the car with the dad, and he said, "I and,
0: love uh, the dad he, in this movie. Is fantastic." He
1: kicks in the in the footwell and says. Now you see there's a difference between a redneck and, and white <laughs> trash. White trash throws their cans out of the window. A redneck chucks his can in the in in the car and stays there, stays there. And then the, the, this kid says, does that mean we're rednecks? He says, "No, no, 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 no. You're going to clear that up when we get home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now I I absolutely loved the dad in this. I I thought he was Brilliant. fantastic. And like my dad is not like that, but I remember dads like that. Yeah, you know, and and you know, obviously, didn't yeah, grow up like, in the '60s, but I remember, I know, you no, know, I've petty known pitching dads, yeah, who, yeah, yeah, who were like, you know, tried to get every deal
1: and tried to get every fucking ounce of stealing of pe- the petrol,
0: uh, stealing petrol the wood, from, to, yes, to, to make the uh, the the ping pong table. <laughs> the kid is is this stealing, Dad? <laughs> no, because we overprayed for the house, yes, so I think it. they owe us. But
1: when he's trying to get the he gets, he makes he makes the petrol pump a tent and...
0: Oh, get like, the last of the gas. Lift up out. the line to yeah. get every ounce of,
1: every drop of petrol. I've paid for that, and that's mine.
0: Yeah, he's like, put it back in, like, <laughs> and I will empty it from the back up. Yeah, it was fantastic. I I loved him. I I genuinely uh, it's I- like this kind of nostalgic slice of the 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 late sixties. I yeah. I loved this movie. I really really did. I I just I I can't um. It's not got like I was kind of like conflicted because I'm watching it and I'm like half of it. It's like it's not even plot half the time. It's just no. like remember this from the '60s. And we yeah. did this in the '60s. It's
1: exactly that. It's
0: but exactly there was something I just really enjoyed about it, and I just really loved watching it. I was kind of I mean, like, he's oh, talking
1: about the TV shows. He literally just lists off a bunch
0: of TV and shows. and you see them all. Obviously they're cell shaded, but you see yeah. them all. Um, and the music is the same as well. Um, uh, yeah,
1: the one of the my my favorite uses of astronomy donomy yeah um and it, yeah i mean you, you, i'm sure there's a lot of people that watched it and they wanted to have the, the whole you know or oh, we should have seen more about the civil rights stuff and we should have been more and it's like yeah but he as he says in the thing it's not
0: about that it is mentioned no, and it he says the same like, about the war he's kids, like perspective yeah
1: so and just it, as a kid those things are in you, you notice those things but they're so far away mm-hmm. that you don't yeah you know only his older sister give a crap about any of that
0: yeah i mean there's a great line in this where he says you know you know the war was going on um and uh, you know people were dying but we just thought that's what adults did and and so like to us kids we didn't see it you know it was great it was a great time for kids for us you know um yeah i I, yeah i loved it loved it um and and it's gonna it got that i don't know I, i i like that that child's daydream and and the awe and yeah. and wonder around the apollo landing and, and and all of that stuff um i thought it was great uh i i, I don't think it's going to be for everyone
1: <laughs> no i th- i think it's it's because it's mis- pure nostalgia bait anybody who doesn't give a crap about the 60s is yeah gonna care anybody who doesn't care about space or space travel is not anything, gonna that care not yeah. gonna care and that's fine and i think you know some people have said, oh, it's a, it's a coming of age th- thing. And other people said, oh, it's not a coming of age thing because it doesn't, it's like somebody said it was not a coming of age thing because he doesn't overcome anything. It's like, well, that doesn't make a coming of age thing. A coming no. of age is just literally growing up. He's
0: literally not, coming of age. You don't yeah. need
1: to come over, overcome things to grow up. No. A lot of, don't, a lot of people don't. Um, but I really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's, and it's, it's just sort of fun and you know frothy and it's just really fun entertainment yeah you know it's it's all the voices are great i, I mean the, the i don't recognize really any of the cast other than you know zachary levy who was one of the one of the um official NASA, nasa people and and Mac, no, i mean the uh, lee lee Eddie, who played the mum was so sweet
0: she was and the
1: dad was fantastic and, and
0: yeah. it's bill wise wasn't it the dad was it Bill was that Bill Wise? Was yeah. It, just... Um yeah, I I I absolutely loved this movie. Um but like I said, it, it it's not really what the trailer makes it out to be. No. Um and it is a lot of like this happened in the sixties. Uh yeah. and, and we used to watch these these shows and we used to but as yeah. someone who didn't grow up in the sixties but who loves a lot of what came yeah. out of the sixties i i really enjoyed it i i enjoyed just seeing that slice but, of life but i think
1: 60s. it's 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 not not just that i think it also even though like you said neither of us were up in the 60s but i think you you can i can relate to the things like oh for sure um, you know growing up with i um i didn't have older older siblings but i had cousins yeah and i would go round to my cousin's house and we'd listen to whatever my cousins were listening to so you'd have you know, my cousin Sharon would be listening to sort of pop stuff and my uh, cousin Jace would be listening to something in yeah. you know, rap or something and somebody else would be listening to rock music. And you'd get all these like, you know, influences and you we- you hear weird things like, like the Archies.
0: And you you, and, you talk and, you know, about um you, you said about them saying that, that it wasn't a coming of age movie. Uh, because he didn't overcome anything, but I think yeah. you know it's the it's the absolutely a coming of age movie. There's the bit when he's talking about vinyl and what they were listening to, yeah. And he says like, I can't remember what the album was there, but he was like, oh, and I love this this artist, especially his new album, and it's like obviously because of the cover, like yes. you know, like obviously yeah. he is, it is coming Albert? of age. I think it was yes, like Herb Albert. Yeah, yeah. It's like obviously <laughs> he's coming of age, you know. I
1: I had a very similar thing with um oh it was one of those really bad. Hits on things, you know, where they <laughs> yeah. bad covers.
0: Uh-huh. Like
1: they, they, they've had, they weren't original. The original artists singing the yeah. songs, like bad cover bands. But the covers were always they, va- almost naked ladies. And I remember seeing those cover album covers, like, this is the best album ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like.
1: It's fucking awful. Yeah, it's exactly.
0: brilliant. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: It's, yeah it's really fun it's really and, it, and the animation is great yes
0: yeah, so the animation is obviously that, that the same way that you had um a scanner darkly uh or like waking yeah, it's life sort of like, it, it's Roto-copy
1: sort of stuff
0: yeah and and i don't know that the film needed it but i like it um yeah
1: i think i i i kind of it i think the because it's animated i think it does give you that almost dreamlike quality that
0: yes I agree.
1: Adds to the nostalgia,
0: I think. It's it's really weird when it gets to parts of the movie where it's it's showing other TV shows, yeah, but they're rotoscoped, yeah, or it even shows photographs like a Polaroid, but the Polaroids obviously rotoscoped, even yeah. though it's a still image. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I the, really liked like it. Like
1: the, the 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 um uh the Kennedy speech about going to the moon and stuff. It's yeah, like, like it just seems really weird that you you would just rotoscope it because every <sighs> most people know what that yeah uh, yeah seen that speech it's just it is a bit weird
0: but it is a little i i do like as well that this film actually addresses something that no other film ever did about the moon landings which is that it went on for fucking ever and and all yeah. the kids by the end of it have just fallen asleep yeah. they're like i'm done i'm too tired i've been waiting and too I, long
1: again that was one of my favorite m- moments in it towards the end where you know they're all that they've been out all day and they come home and and they're waiting for the for the actual landing and he's he's le- he's led there on his sort of like leaning into his mother sort of thing and you can see him it's like his eyes are almost completely closed I and mean, he's just you know paying attention to yeah the, to it. but you can you know it's he's he's mixing it with his imagination it's I, that was beautifully done
0: yeah and of course you've got his his father who is uh he works for nasa yeah he's, um, he's-
1: Ac- acquisitions
0: and yeah, like his 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 son wants him to be an astronaut or or to be really involved. But I love like his dad's like proudest punch that they've made it. You know they've landed and and stuff. Yeah. And all he's so disappointed. All of his kids are like falling asleep or going to yeah. bed. Like I'm done. Like you know. um But yeah, I I, I thought this was a really charming. um Yeah, yeah just ah, oh, all the feels. Yeah. I liked it yeah
1: completely and I, i'm considering i wasn't gonna watch it i'm really i'm really glad i did
0: yeah i'm glad I, i'm glad you liked it because i always worry when i'm like oh i just enjoyed this because i was like oh you might not because because it is i i had a feeling you would like it because we yeah. have quite similar nostalgic tastes and, and taste in things but yeah it, it was that kind of this film is going to be marmite for people like oh I, oh yeah you know it, it was um, actually
1: kind of nice to have a 60s
0: nostalgia as opposed to 80s. I'm so bored of 80s nostalgia. So yeah, 60s <laughs> nostalgia. I was like, oh, cool. You know, um, it was nice. Really enjoyed it. So uh, I highly recommend that one. Anyway, what else have you been watching? Uh,
1: so I saw uh, our, the first season of Archive 81.
0: Yes, Archive 81, which uh, I, I have not seen. So I'm curious about this one.
1: So um, this is going to actually be a hard sell because I found out yesterday that they've already cancelled it.
0: There was a um, a series that I really wanted to watch and I can't even think of the name of it anymore. It was effectively, it was a buddy cop series, Carl Urban and an Android. Um, oh,
1: um, um, so and much, I've
0: but... never watched it because I knew it was cancelled and I was like, I just can't, don't want to, I... you know.
1: It's worth watching. I
0: know, it's, I hear that, but I'm like, I'll get sucked in, then and, and
1: it's got like the uh, early role for Gina Carano in it.
0: Oh, nice! I, I mean, my my fiance got me into Santa Clarita Diet, which I yes. I avoided like the plague because I knew it had been cancelled. Yeah,
1: and I was like, yeah, I but don't... It, it got the, the good thing about that is it got a good run, and at least they were able to complete it.
0: It did, yeah. It,
1: it totally it... could have carried on,
0: but... but God, I was heartbroken. We got to the end of season three, and I was like, oh. I'm. See, I knew I would feel this way, and now I really want this show to come back, and it's not... Uh, I mean, it's not know. as
1: bad as, as the big one, the OA for me.
0: That. that. Oh, the OA, yeah, that's another one. Oh, I know,
1: so, we've said this many times, but that, Netflix. Oh, the OA was so fucking good. Of
0: no. all the shows to cancel, the OA was not the one. No. I would have cancelled... Well, I mean, obviously, money-wise you can, but I would have cancelled Stranger Things over the OA. <laughs>
1: yeah, same here. Uh,
0: well, um, yeah, same no, that as that as wouldn't as make... Things.
1: And I like Stranger Things, uh, so do I much better.
0: Uh, so do I. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> so Archive 81.
1: So Archive 81. So um, we are introduced to uh, Dan Turner, uh, played by... Uh, my, oh, I'm going to butcher your name, I'm, I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> Badu Athi, um, who is um, a sort of archivist and restorer of old movies and old film. And he works in the, in the museum, this, this museum for for, for film and he is always on the lookout for um this thing called the circle which was a kind of a tv series that didn't get properly finished it was a tv yeah. series that was kind of like the uh, the twilight zone and the ru- the rumor is one of the the, the, uh, the stories were based on real events in old hollywood Uh, So there's one of the, the the sort of most famous ones is like this cult sacrificing this girl. And the, the guy who did it um, said, said that he, he was at a party that this happened, that sort of thing. And he um, is hired by um, um, this guy called Virgil to Virgil Davenport. Uh, He said, he basically goes to him and says, uh, you know, I've got this job for you. Um, It's, uh repairing all of these videotapes um from a camera um that were in this building now it was it was in this this building um burnt down uh and 13 people went missing or sort of thing um and this is the the sort of last thing that was left from it and he says you know um the, the tapes delicate, so you can't move them from where they are. So they're, they're in this um, this place. We've got we you know we built this we we, we bought this centre years ago, and um, we never got round to using it. It was going to be I think he, I can't remember whether he says it was going to be a school or an event centre or something, but he says we were going to do something with it, and we never got round to it. He says, but you can't leave, you know. It's that it's the, you know you you can leave if you want, sort of thing. You know you can come and go to the town. There's a town not so far away. There's bikes there, sort of thing. And he says, I know you've had, you know, I've looked into you. I know you've had sort of some, some troubles and things. He says, but you know, if, if you, if you phone us, we'll send uh, a a mental health guy and that, and you find out that, you know, his, his own, um, he, his family died in a fire as well. Right. Uh, His dad was a psychiatrist and he had a sister and they, Um, he basically went for a walk with a dog sort of thing. And when he came back, the house was on fire. So his, his family died. So he's got this weird sort of um, link to them. so it would seem. So he goes to this place and he starts fixing these tapes and he is in that through the tapes. He's introduced to melody. Right. um, Who is played by uh, Dinah Shahabi. And she is doing this um, project on the building that burned down well, obviously it's it's still but it's there so she gets an apartment in the building and she starts meeting the people there and and um asking them questions about if they know anything about the history and she start she she um basically ends up with Jess who's this young girl who basically um does odd jobs for everybody in the building. If they, she goes and gets, you know, tea for them or she picks things up for them and she does little odd jobs for them. And she, she just wants around. So she gets in with Jess and Jess answers the question. And Jess has these sort of weird seizures and that her mother takes her to this priest and there's weird things going on there. And then you get this, there's some sort of weird thing going on in the, in the, um, in this uh common room sort of upstairs and it obviously it gets weirder and weirder as you go along and sort of each episode is sort of like interspersed with how dan is coping with fixing them these tapes and watching these tapes and then you're with melody as she's finding things out about this building and, and the people that live there yeah the people past live there and things like that and <clears throat> it's, it's built as a sort of horror, uh, drama, horror, horror mystery. And it, I, I it's not like a full on horror. It's more of a sort of a, a, sort of slow burny sort of more like a, I guess those sort of, you know, ghosty type. Sure. Movies. It's, it's got more of that sort of feel. Mm-hmm. And it did, it did make, you know, remind me of the OA at places. And it did remind me of, of, um, you know, of, of things like uh fringe in places and stuff like that. And you get this sort of, you know, there is there was some sort of you you find that there were, there are links to this cult that you know, in from the twi- from the twenty I think was the thirties, Holly, this Hollywood cult that were you know worshipping this 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 god and there's this there's this link to this meteor that you know was, is passing by and um, Dan in one of the tapes that Dan's fixing he finds his dad's on it okay so there's a, a, a sort of a wider thing that's going on and 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 you know the the, the guy who hired him clearly hired him because he's linked to these tapes
0: yeah know? yeah yeah
1: and you you get that they start interacting between these tapes the the, the two characters and you sort of and you sort of think well are they dreaming mm. or is it just that he's you know got an over magic active imagination he's just but then he watches one of the tapes and she says a line that he said to her in his dream right so they're obviously
0: they're linked and yeah yeah
1: communicating through these sort of dreams i really loved it well, that's it, great it was it's really but
0: it's, but it's been cancelled
1: yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it it kind i mean it, it sort of um ends the st- one story if you like yeah but it ends on a cliffhanger
0: okay so it so, can be watched as a, as a as a self-contained series if you ignore the god, yes yeah it wraps it, up the it story tells,
1: it, yeah it it's it 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 shows you um certain things with the circle and you find out certain things about this god and you find out What happened to Melody? And I think it was based. It it started out as a podcast. I think this. Oh really? So I don't know whether they've continued it through other means, possibly. Uh, But one thing that I didn't figure out until much later is, so the main character is called Dan T. Right. The guy who hires him is called Virgil. Uh, Okay. And there's a and the group is called the Circle.
0: Ah. Interesting. So it's
1: like, oh, I didn't think, think figure that out when we, when I was watching it. It was only later. Was like, oh, oh, really?
0: Oh, so actually, it, it was kind of um, done in such a way that you didn't twig.
1: Until... No, not, not 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 until I really thought about. Well, that's it That's interesting. It's like oh, damn that. But yeah, it's. It, I really enjoyed it. There's some really lovely
0: little. Uh, I always uh, always enjoy those those twists that were in plain sight you know yeah. when you're like oh oh yeah like i didn't even notice that there's those little details you know like, oh, well, okay yeah the,
1: the, the performances are great um mamadou i is really he's he's really cool he's the main character I've, i'm not sure i've seen him in anything else i think i've only seen him in a few like minor roles oh he was in actually um underwater
0: oh, and, oh that's so, interesting you should bring up underwater but we'll get to that was in a minute
1: black fox as well so mm-hmm. so i have actually seen him in a few things um yeah it was it was I really enjoyed his performance he's he's you know he's vulnerable he's you know he's got that um slightly damaged uh you know he's just broke up with his girlfriend he obviously you know had uh, sort of a bad childhood well after his you know his parents you know and uh, Melody I thought was a really great character as well and yeah everybody's got their little, little part and there's just some real nice sinister moments there's a couple of little sort of jumpy scares that you know they're not overdone or anything they're just they're just you know there but i love the whole sort of you know hollywood cult angle and the the sort of the the idea of this sort of god on this meteor sort of thing or or possibly or you know the 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 sort of and the 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 beyond you know because all the, the, the the people that live in the building you know there's an artist who lived with her her sister and there's a um there's a, a woman who um, is a medium. Right. <clears throat> and she's recording um, all soap operas because she believes that soap operas are giving her messages. Uh, OK. And when Dan, the, the place that Dan's in is a huge place. It's, it's you know, mo- and half of it, it's locked off. But it's all like state of the art. And there's like, there's, um, he's told not to go down in certain bits there's a There's a chapel that's sort of like a bit dilapidated, and no one's used it for a while and he he breaks into one bit at one point and he finds all of the tapes from these soap operas that this woman um you know and there's maybe a hint that maybe someone was here before doing a similar job
0: right yeah
1: it's I really liked it I really enjoyed it it's 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 a really fun uh series, and I'm really sad that it's not gonna get another season. Because it does end with a cliffhanger, you do get. Yeah. you know they could have definitely continued the story. Um,
0: It'd be interesting to see if they have, you know, uh, or if they, you know, if they have well, plans I hope, to.
1: I hope they they did. And there was the, it, there was another series that it vaguely reminded me of as well, which was a, a BBC one called um, The Living and the Dead.
0: Okay, I don't think I've seen that either.
1: Which was a really great series. It's got. It's about this woman who get goes to this house, um, right. and she she's. Um, I think it's one. I can't remember if it's one of her ancestors or whatever. But he uh, supposedly murdered his his family and stuff. And you go it it goes from place. It gets from like Victorian times to sort of now. And there's a weird sort of um, the the guy in the Victorian times keeps uh, he he sees this ghost. And my wife bloody worked out what it was before I did. He, the, they, the, the, this kid draws this picture of this figure holding this light, and my wife was like, "That's an iPad." Oh, and it's like, "Oh fuck, yeah, that's an iPad." And you figure out that it's the he sees the woman from, like now, right? It's really good. And at one point, the the in in, in the when you're in the Victorian bit the, in this village, they dig up a car. Nice, and it's. It was. I really love that, and that got cancelled after one season as, as well. And I was, I was really hopeful that maybe someone would write a book and finish it off because that ends on a cliffhanger as well. And it reminded this archive eighty uh, one reminded me of that as well. It had a sort of similar, you know, feel of the cross times, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. interacting with each other. I like that kind of. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I really
1: recommend it, and I, I think it's a shame that it got cancelled. But I think it's it's still worth watching. It, you know, it's still. Yeah it's nicely shot in, in parts there's some really lovely sort of um some visuals um yeah i really liked it there's some real sort of play with the with, with, with the tape stuff and it's it, really enjoyable hmm. really liked it
0: well i will uh i will have to give that a go i think despite being cancelled it sounds like it's my yeah. bag I, um, I
1: think it's worthwhile
0: yeah so um i uh, well i watched uh paranormal activity next of kin oh um and uh the main reason i mean i i quite like found footage movies anyway i think i've said that before um uh but this uh this particular film i thought the trailer was actually pretty interesting uh and it's also directed by uh william eubank who did underwater um so oh, okay. i was curious and i thought i'd uh i would give it a go i loved underwater, underwater. Uh, so did i i i underwater was was just one of those great movies i thought was going to be awful and i ended up watching it and thoroughly enjoyed um so i you know I, I thought i'd give it a go and i am a fan of of some of the paranormal activity movies i i know it's marmite a lot yeah. of people don't like them i like
1: i've seen one of them
0: yeah it's 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 either for you or it's it's not really um so this movie is something a bit different. Um, it, and in fact, I think the trailer made it quite clear this is something a bit different. Uh, this, this centers around a character called Margot um, and she finds out that uh, her, mother, her mother abandoned her when she was a child outside a hospital. And uh, she's managed to find out that she has a blood relative in this Amish, or they think Amish, community um, in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania um so he she has a a cameraman friend who's like hey i want to make a documentary about this so they they (laughs) head out there to live with this amish community and and you know as she tries to uncover the past about her mother uh sarah and um you know it's it's a reasonably predictable story yeah um you know uh there's there's this this obviously there's there's some things going on behind the scenes and there's something down in this this well and you know what what's it all about and it's kind of very predictable almost immediately what's that or at least it was for me pretty predictable what was down there to begin with um the 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 cinematography in places in this movie is really really good um you know i think william eubank has a really good eye and the color grading and shots in this are occasionally really really gorgeous um the film itself though (laughs) not so good um so they've they've decided to kind of it's kind of found footage but then it would occasionally cut to shots that you're like well that can't be found footage how did you get that shot so it's it's kind of sometimes found footage sometimes not in a weird kind of mix uh which i'm not sure how well that worked um and a reasonably predictable story i thought the uh margot was played really really well uh by who was the actress uh emily bader Mm -hmm. she was fantastic i thought she was a really good performance but a very predictable plot and and the worst it commits that worst sin and it's the sin we (laughs) talked about with texas chainsaw massacre
1: oh okay
0: the Amish community, you know, they got yeah. their they are what they are, but these fucking people are so rude from the moment they turn up, they're fucking assholes to this, you know, to like just in general. <coughs> yeah. They're just fucking assholes. And I'm like, I hate you. All of you. All three of you. You know, like I I can't I, yeah. I hope you do die. Because you're you're acting like jackasses and being really disrespectful from the moment you turn up to this community. I'm like, i i don't like you you know and that's that's a central problem to these movies i think it's like you're being really disrespectful to these people and now i'm kind of on their side which is probably where i shouldn't be right um but yeah so you know there's there's this this uh this church in the middle of nowhere that they find with a drone and then um there's a there's a pit um that uh they they kind of lower down to and then they discover there's something living down there and what's it going to be and it's all pretty predictable um it's got some interesting concepts but it's really not scary at all i don't think there was a single (laughs) moment where i was like oh you know uh where some of those paranormal activity movies i think they've they've done some effective scares in the past this really didn't do that um and there's long periods of time with with not very much going on at all um it does loosely tie in to the other movies although i'm not sure how the timeline works out basically it's the same demon that's like the only time there's like a million of them yeah i I have seen them all i i've forgotten most of them at this point but i have seen them all
1: i know your partner likes likes uh
0: yes yes well during lockdown i was like well i've got time you know (laughs) so i watched all of them i I caught up on the ones i had not seen.
1: these all of these ones and the 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 other sort of ghost ones they all sort of merge in my head
0: yeah yeah
1: i Um, don't have a sort of i don't like dislike them or anything i don't i i I come kind of indifferent to them
0: sure yeah yeah i mean i i kind of like the whole haunting ghost thing um yeah you know like i enjoy watching like even i enjoy watching those clips on youtube of like you know scariest videos and all of that you know (laughs) like real ghost sightings and you're like i'm watching it i'm like this is clearly fake like all of these are clearly fake but i i do enjoy them as like a bit of cinematography scare kind of factor um so you know it works for me that that kind of fine footage thing this movie's not it's kind of half and half it's like i i don't know why they've because the one thing that was the selling point of paranormal activity movies was that it was found footage. And it's kind of yeah. bizarre to me that this movie's like mostly found footage, but then sometimes not. And that is kind of an odd mix. Um, but like I said, some of the cast are, are fine. Um, the story was interesting enough, if not predictable. Yeah. Um, but ultimately yeah, it kind of feels like an attempt at a reboot that kind of fails for me. I, I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people have said, because I, I saw some reviews today that were, truly truly hating on this movie um <laughs> i i think it's pretty well directed in places i think some of the shots are really uh is it, is it just kind
1: of more of the same then really is it? well
0: it's not more of the same and i guess that's probably half the problem uh i mean now we're we're you know the the conceit of most of these movies is hey i'm gonna set up cameras around the house and yeah film what happens uh and that does kind of change towards the the later entries in the series but this one is like nope we're in this this amish community and there's a documentary filmmaker and and you know it's a lot slower paced and um less scares and more kind of build-up and uh you know some of it's effective some of it isn't I, i i i'm i'm kind of very 50 50 on this one i don't think it's a it's a terribly good movie um but i think it's got some great shots and I think that Emily Bader, I thought, was was actually really good in her performance as as Margot. Right. Um, it's weird. Uh, you know, you've got some very effective shots towards the end of the movie, but it's like, this is literally the end of the movie, and where were some of these earlier? Um, it sets up, obviously, for sequels. I, uh, whether they'll ever happen, I don't know. I don't know how well this movie did. But, um, very middle-of-the-road, predictable. Um, yeah, it's not great, but it's not I mean, it's, absolutely
1: it's, awful. Is it's Blumhouse, right?
0: I think all the Paranormal Activity movies. So yeah,
1: were... my guess, um, and I think they all do pretty well because they don't have massive budgets, do they? So no, all... exactly. I think that's one of the beauties of those movies is they usually do pretty well for their budgets. Yeah, I so... always
0: always find it weird in these movies as well. Like as soon as the night vision gets turned on, yeah they're always like terrified and out of breath and like like, just turn night vision on it's not like you know if anything if anything turning night vision on should calm you down you can see better yeah you
1: can actually see (laughs) that that fucking helps a lot um
0: but yeah i i don't know and obviously he's got that conceit of like you know that the fucking guy who's gonna film everything regardless of how dangerous and deadly the situation is you know dedication to the yeah. craft of oh, filmmaking
1: exactly. well that's you see that that's the thing about the, that archive 81 is is it quite a, because of um you know the, the 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 melody character she's sort of filming everything um there are there are times when uh obviously you're seeing her point of view um when when it gets into her story you're you're seeing her you know you know yeah
0: just,
1: you're not just seeing the fan footage stuff you're actually seeing her character and the other her interact with the other characters but there are moments where you know like there's there's a bit where she sort of um she she sort of faints and yeah. the camera drops and the camera's still filming something going on in the background while
0: you that's know, fine yeah that works that's,
1: I, that stuff works I, I like that when they when they when mm. they do stuff like that and you know when when they when fine footage stuff can be really good
0: oh it can and i mean the you know the conceit in this which is that i think it's really the conceit in most fine footage movies is that the camera's the only torch i've got yeah you don't need to be recording though and and to be fair yeah. in terms of preserving your life uh it the battery will probably last a lot longer if you're not filming yeah just turn the torch on turn the rest of the camera off um <clears throat> but yeah it it you know it it is what it is uh i i didn't absolutely hate it but i didn't think it was particularly good either um
1: well i i think i, I i've only seen like one of them so I'm probably... yeah I, I wouldn't
0: i wouldn't suggest this is the one you should <laughs> jump into <laughs> and, you know, back in the, no. um unlike it's weird There, every movie is going with this this kind of it's like folk horror is like the thing now yeah
1: it's 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 sort of coming it's making a, a, a comeback isn't it at the moment yeah
0: because um well, wrong the, turn did the same thing last year yeah uh, although i actually thought wrong turn was actually quite it was uh, i thought wrong turn
1: i still haven't seen that that's on my list it was. I, I,
0: it's I, a, a better movie of, than it had any right to because be of
1: your, because of your recommendation i put it on my list I just, yeah I, put, I
0: mean it's not yeah. uh, you know it's not gonna blow your mind but i was no, just, it, just i think it it i was just, just so surprised list. that they made something it was way better than it had any right to be let's put it that way yeah um,
1: and so- and different from the original as well.
0: Oh yeah, very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that that was my rambling review for uh, Paranormal Activity: Next of Kin. So, what else have you been watching?
1: Uh, so, I saw The Bubble. Mm, the Bubble.
0: So this is a this is a, a film about filming in the pandemic. Is that right? Yes. Right?
1: So this is it's a it's a Jud Judd Apatow uh, film who. It, it's a bit hit and miss in his movie making. Uh, I, I, there are some of his movies that I really like. There's some of them that are a bit, uh, but um, it's mostly funny, I think. Um, so it's it's yeah, it's got a uh, massively great cast. It's got uh, Peter uh, Serafenowicz in it. It's uh, Karen Gillen, Rob Delaney. Um, it's got appearances from Gus Khan, um, um, Leslie Mann's in it. Uh, Pablo, uh Pedro Pascal um Keegan-Michael Key David Duchovny uh Kate McKinnon it's just it's got a really good sort of um its cast list and so basically this is um so the the pandemic hits and um they this this group of actors they've they've been making these things called um, Clift beasts right um and it's like a bunch of scientists fighting these Cliff Beasts. It sounds very like, you know, Sharknado movie. It, like, it
0: sounded like um, I, I immediately thought of Eight-Legged <laughs> Freaks.
1: Yeah, we kind of, yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, this is going to be Cliff Beast 6. Okay. And they, they've got this, uh, they're going to be filming in this uh, hotel in England, in the middle of England somewhere and it's this you know big country estate are they
0: playing themselves by the way no i was gonna say because karen not. gill is way too big an actress to be in like cliff beast six right now really. <laughs> like, like i could buy david Duchovny, but yes you know <laughs>
1: yeah um there's a, i think there's only there's a couple of people that are playing themselves uh beck is playing himself nice um and um oh god what's his name um young um young professor x mcavoy mcavoy yeah hmm. mcavoy's play uh has a very very brief cameo but and he's playing himself right but everybody else is uh, is playing a character uh so um karen gillen is is carol Cobb, who um <laughs> she's uh got this boyfriend who is living in her house and uh he's like not working at stuff and she's he, he, he's clearly not as impressed with her as, as she is with him, but you know, he's kind of looks like he's, he's, he's living off of her and she was, she skipped the last, she was in the originals, but she skipped the last one to right. make, to make a movie about um uh Palestine and Israel. Okay. Where she played a half Palestinian, half Israeli um, who, <laughs> who brings peace because they have to fight the aliens <laughs> it brings them together because they have to fight
0: brilliant it. they're unified it's- in in a common enemy
1: yeah um and obviously that movie didn't do very well uh so she's come back for for cliff beasts six
0: right so so that was meant to be her like defining role that was gonna yeah. push it's her into to be
1: her, her breakaway role yeah. Yeah, the yeah. so she's back and you've got um Peter Serafinowicz, who's who's gavin who is the he's like the producer he's trying to keep everything together he's trying to make sure everybody's sort of you know um, looked after and you've got the, the the staff um who 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 are, who are told you know he, one of the one of the uh, the, the the um the, the staff she says there's it's like my movie posters coming coming to life and the, the guy the guy next to her says yeah you will come to hate these people <laughs> And you, um, you've got a uh, Leslie Mann and uh, David Duchovny who are playing this sort of couple that they've they've split apart, um, but they they sort of um they they, they, they they during their last split they they just ad- adopted a boy who is like an adult, like an almost adult kid who just hates them, right. And that you know they're talking over Skype and things and, and <laughs> there's weird things going on with them, David is basically just playing Hank moody, okay um which, which is brilliant oh I, yeah I, yeah I love it uh and you've just got like you know this, this, there's a, a new girl who uh, they've hired which 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 you, which we find out they've hired the, this new girl because they want her to be to do the younger stuff because obviously she's younger than Karen Gillen, and Karen Gillen was the younger one before. And she's played by um, uh, Leslie Mann and uh, John Altieri's daughter. I think it's Iris, uh, and she's like a TikToker, and she she does these dances and stuff. And there are these they they do these TikTok dance sequences in, from time to time, and they're actually really funny and really good because everybody gets involved. Right. And the one that the one standout performance for me was Pedro Pascal. He is he is amazingly funny in this
0: oh good you don't very often see him in like comedy stuff these days so
1: he's he does this he's brilliant but he goes up to the the, the the girl on the desk and he says would you would you like to have sex with me and she says yes but you have to meet my father first and then if you if he if he if he, if he likes you then we can maybe court for a couple of months and then
0: he's just like, <laughs> he's just like slowly
1: backs away and yeah. she just smiles at him it's really funny he's just completely sort of like losing his mind like you know there are these great drug moments what i will say is so it's very hit and miss right there are some genuinely funny stuff in it and there are some stuff that just clangs okay you know like um it's too long right it's two hours long and it really dips towards the end you you just sort of think i know that you know because they're, they're literally. There are bits where they're like, we just want to get the fuck out of here. So they hire security <laughs> to keep them in. And they put trackers on them so that they can't get out because one of them like gets away sort of thing. And the guy, I can't remember the guy who's, Mr. Best is played by Ross Lee. He, now, he looks, I think he's been in uh, comedy stuff before. He's in like the Keith Lemon Show and stuff like that. Right. He is hilarious as this completely psychotic head of security, who, you know, is treating them like their prisoners in, in, in a sort of camp, and it, he's really hilarious. I thought he was great, and some of the, the effects on some of the, the creatures when they're doing the, the green screen stuff is really funny. Okay, um, I kind of recommend it because it it is funny, right? Uh, but it's not great the Mm. uh, you know after a while you the the characters do begin to fucking grate on you and i i mean clearly that's the point i mean full full kudos for 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 making them you know unlikable actors yeah who are only interested in in them in their own selfish things which you know and that's that is really funny and there's a great with, with, with um is it kate mckinnon who's who who's the sort of um one of the studio heads and they keep having Skype calls with, um, between her and, and Sarah Fennowicz's character and she says at one point um, because of the, you know this pandemic we've got to get this fucking movie finished you do realise that right now there are only two movies in production and that's us and, 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 and Tom Cruise which <laughs> <laughs> I just thought was funny but yeah i mean i kind, i I can kind of recommend it if if you want to see a, a relatively good co- 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 comedy because it certainly did make me laugh quite a lot, but there is yeah, you know it's it, there were a lot of clangy moments, and it is too long mm, yeah, it, it was okay it was quite good. it was quite fun
0: and yeah you know i i, I I'm not entirely against the pandemic movie. um i i i did i must admit that was another thing with paranormal activity next of kin they're all wearing masks at the start getting in cars i was like i don't really want this in my entertainment to be honest but then i did think about something uh which i thought was probably the best probably the best piece of entertainment for me that came out of the pandemic was staged um yes which i thought was tremendous and that's just
1: fantastic it's
0: just two of the best actors we've got on webcam for like yeah. you know two seasons uh, i loved that and this and the, kind of and their, has and
1: their partners that
0: and their partners and their... oh my god it's such a funny series if you haven't yeah. watched staged i highly recommend that that's oh yeah really I, good fun I
1: this is not staged this is no it's no funny staged yeah and that's literally just two people mostly two people just bitching at each other
0: <laughs> yeah but they're so talented and they're willing to yeah. make fun of themselves you know, yeah that's... Well, i
1: mean they both they, they they're both completely rib they take the piss out of their own and you know, their own
0: ego their games, own their own yeah.
1: back catalogue I love
0: own, uh, the, the bit when they're um they're arguing over whose name goes first and they get Dame oh, Judy uh, Jets involved and stuff
1: the top billing is hilarious
0: that oh and uh, oh god there's so many good bits the Samuel Jackson stuff as well yeah oh Jesus it's the, so the
1: caviots are, are amazing it's, it was a it was a great show Really, really good. I really enjoyed that. This is not that good. Oh funny. well, that's
0: a shame. But it looks fun but anyway. You know,
1: like I said, Karen Gillan's great in it. She she uh, uh, she's she's fun. Um, company's kind of just playing Hank Moody, which is fine by that's
0: me. That's fine. Yeah, yeah.
1: Fucking love Californication. Um, Leslie Mann's great. Uh, I, I I like her point. But yeah, for me, I thought Padre Pascal was brilliant, which makes which makes me really happy and look for, look forward to. Um, or oh, what's it called? Is it the the um the unbearable weight of talent?
0: Yes, the Nicholas Cage movie.
1: Yes, mm. I think that's that's made me even more excited for that. Yeah,
0: one. I was already I on board with is. that one. But
1: so yeah, it's really. I I, I I would I kind of recommend. I I I would half heartedly recommend it. Okay,
0: not a full it's, recommendation, it's, but it's, it's funny you know, enough. Yeah, you know
1: what I mean. It's 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 it has its moments. It's it's too long, but it's funny enough.
0: Sure. So, what else have you watched? Uh, so what? I
1: saw the Sparks Brothers.
0: The Sparks Brothers, yes.
1: We don't really, we don't often do documentaries, but <clears throat> this is one that I, w- I wanted to watch at the cinema. So it has been out for; it's it, you know came out last year. Yeah. Um, and it's it's now on Netflix. And uh, talking of long, this is incredibly long, um, which I didn't realise until I was like, <laughs> halfway through. I was like, wow, this is very long. To so it's two hours
0: twenty minutes. That is pretty long for a documentary. It's very
1: long, but it is pretty comprehensive. Um, I mean, they have 25, I think it's 25, 26 albums. Right. Um, And it literally goes through, it it, it does this, it walks this amazing line of telling you a lot about them and really telling you nothing about them. Uh, Okay. Um, You know, it doesn't go into their private lives too deeply. It just goes into the music, how they come up with the music, you know, parts of their growing up um it's 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 um directed by edgar wright and it has so many people in it just sort of you know gushing over um over the band you've got like you know beck and jane weedlin jane weedlin's still cute um you've got uh tony visconti mike myers uh weird al uh, nick rhodes steve jones john taylor flea i mean you know a massive list of people. Jonathan Ross is, is in it, which, which makes me happy. Um, <clears throat> even got a little bits of, with Neil Gaiman, is that, but it's, it's almost a, a complete sort of history of them up to this point. And it goes through almost album by album. Um,
0: so it's, it's comprehensive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I am a pretty big Sp- Sparks fan. So for me, it was a, it was a no brainer. Um, If you're interested in music but aren't a sparks fan i would say definitely watch this it's it's totally worth it um maybe watch it in two sittings because because it towards the end it does get a little bit too long but it's so worth it it's really 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 good and it's you know edgar wright is is, it's got little edgar wright witticisms in it that you you can tell you know it's but it's also got their fingerprints all over it and you know, it's like, like they say, and I think so many, they've, they've, they've never been this band that everybody loves, but they're in, they're a band that people know, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah. And
1: anybody, any, almost any musician knows them, you know, Beck, Beck at one point says, you know, whenever I've been in with musicians and in tour buses and things, at some point a conversation will go to Sparks. Yeah. Sparks will come up. Mm-hmm. And their music is is so, you know, odd and eclectic and yeah and just brilliant. And it, I mean, it, it it it's it. What was great about it is it was it reminded me of of songs I hadn't heard for a while. You know, songs I had. I, I thought, oh god, I'd completely forgotten about that song. I should really go back and and listen to that um that, that song. It's like, my baby's taking me home, is literally almost literally just. Russell singing "My Baby's Taking Me Home" for an entire song, but it is so moving and so brilliant, and it's just that—it's—it's that's the beauty of them. They have this amazing ability to write sort of semi-serious, jokey songs, but not be a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think most most people think that because they're—it's always happened that thing for me, like the darkness. Mm -hmm. You know people take the mick out of the darkness and they don't consider them a, a proper band because they don't take themselves too seriously, but they take the music seriously. They're brilliant musicians. You know, The, the, the darkness are one of those bands where they, they're so, so silly and jokey that people think, Oh, they, you know, but they're brilliant musicians. They're great writers. Yeah. They're fun that, you know, and that's the, I think that's, that's a, the similar thing with sparks. Some people don't take them seriously, but that, but, just listen to their to their lyrics. Yeah, and yeah, this this it's a it's a it's one of the it's, best. It's, it's,
0: of it's, it's interesting anyway, isn't it? I mean, like bands that are like comedy bands. Yeah, it, it's it's. I've always found it interesting because it's like the music is still in, incredible, um, yeah. and the the writing is very clever. It's very you know, it, it's weird how um, we take comedians seriously in their work, but a yeah. comedic band or a band that are kind of yeah in that gray area people don't take seriously it's like but the musicianship and the writing is still amazing yeah if it was a comedian doing a stand-up routine of the same caliber you would be praising them yeah it's odd but yeah that's yeah. interesting that's a long documentary though I'm, I'm, yeah it's, it's very comprehensive
1: it is it is a very long documentary but i think if you're if, if you're if you're someone who likes music documentaries you know and will watch any sort of you know music because I, I mean i've watched documentaries on rappers and stuff and i have no interest in rap music whatsoever no uh, but i do you know i, I find the, the the actual you know the processes and, and and knowing about these bands interesting so even if you've never heard of sparks or you you, you don't really like sparks it it's worth it just to see you know how they work and how yeah. they, they came up with these things and how, you know, and and the the, the way they moved and 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 like their ex members of their bands because they they've gone through quite a lot of different sort of versions of Sparks, if you like. Even there that they, they 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 don't seem to have any animosity towards the band. They're like, it was just we had our time. We they moved on, with you know which you know was a shame, but. That's yeah the that's life they're, they're, yeah they're, they're, they're sort of proper artists you know what i mean they're not but mm. they're not they 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 do the whole as somebody says at one point that they, they do the, the whole art for art sake thing you know they they could have gone commercial at any point but they just yes. didn't they just sort of went no we're, we've done this we're moving on now yeah which is what's always made them fantastic and they, you know they did that amazing thing a, a, a while ago where they they literally did you know 20 odd dates where they did an album a day you know they
0: yeah that's that's ridiculous
1: exactly and the band you know it's is like we had to learn you know they they, they they you know they um they practiced for months but they had to learn every album and once they'd learned that album they had to learn the next one yeah and, then, and it's like jesus christ that would. That would just be exhausting, you know. And,
0: yeah, and... absolutely.
1: <laughs> I absolutely love this documentary. I it was—it's—it it was, it's, is, it is long, but it's really fucking good, and it's um, really insightful. To, you know, even though it isn't like as is insightful as you probably like, but nice. I think that's part of their mystique. You know, keeping them slightly mysterious is still is, is one of those things that, uh, uh, you know, that makes them good, you know?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: So yeah, I, 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 as a, if you're a music fan or if, if you're definitely, if you're a Sparks fan, this is the de- documentary for you. It's, it's brilliant. I really loved
0: it. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's good to hear. So is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I think that's all of the films and things we've is, watched.
1: Yeah. Uh, so let's see what we, uh, no, we should probably mention Bruce Willis being um, re- retiring.
0: Yeah, so Bruce Willis is retiring due to a Stasia, yeah, brain brain damage, right? Mm. Or or an illness, oh, brain
1: disorder, cognitive brain disorder, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, do, we don't. Does this explain some of his behaviours? Uh,
0: I I don't know. I mean, I I don't know how long he's he's had it. Um, so it's hard to say. Uh, you know, I I know bruce willis I, I mean i love uh, there's a lot of bruce willis movies i absolutely love um yeah. but you know he has had a reputation for quite some time uh mm. and and whether that is due to this or not i guess we'll never know mm. um but it's certainly i mean it's it's horrendous you know regardless yeah. and and regardless of what you think of bruce willis or or the way he's yeah. behaved recently and, and that could be down to i say recently i mean like decades now really yeah
1: i mean that's the, I think um, that's the thing isn't it, it seems i don't know whether this is a a, a, you
0: know it could be something that he's lived with for a long time though i don't know yeah that's that's um but at the same time regardless of how you feel about him i think he's an incredibly talented actor when he wanted to be when he put the effort in he was great Mm -hmm. um and and (laughs) you know this is horrible it's horrible that this has happened to anyone yeah so yeah it's 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 horrible and it's 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 a shame he's retiring from acting um you know, but if he's if he doesn't feel capable of putting in the same performance, then you know, I completely understand why yeah. you would want to do that. So, yeah, awful news.
1: Yeah, hopefully, you know, there is a, a, a treatment that you can.
0: I hope so. Yeah, pull through it. At, at least, you know, step away from acting, sure, but yeah. I hope he can live a a happy mm-hmm. life going forward, and you know, yeah. get the get yeah. the and care he needs.
1: It sounds like you know his family. But you know, taking pretty good care of him and stuff. So yeah, that's great. That's that's good to hear.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, some some bad news there for sure.
1: Yeah. So uh, in the never-ending it seems uh, list of people that have been added to the um, Crow remake. Oh yeah, I saw this. We now have Bill Skarsgård um, and director Ru- Is... uh, Rupert Sanders.
0: Is bill skarsgård playing eric or a new character or not even playing the crow character well i I saw the headline and i couldn't be bothered to read it so as far as i've seen is the headline
1: i i mean the last i i heard they were they were going to do the actual closer to the comic than the movie
0: now i've heard this before
1: Exactly. We Remember
0: do... when they did Carrie and they were like, "This is going to be closer to
1: those books. the book." Yeah.
0: Like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> I've read the book. <laughs> Have you read the book? <laughs> yeah. Well, the the
1: problem with that one is that um, they set out to do that, and then the studio went, no. "Why did, Why haven't you got this bit in it?" Why I know, and they're like, "Because that's not like, in the that's daddy book. from the film. Yeah. That's not." The... So they said, "Oh no, put that in." So that was the fucking studio again, being dicks.
0: Yeah, and I I feel like the. You know, I don't know who the studio are here, um, but I feel like they're probably going to do the same here. It's, I mean, let's because face the it. comic and and stuff is quite different.
1: Yes, I mean, we 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 covered. We did, I think
0: we did cover uh, it. Of oh, course, we did. We covered the movie. Yes, the movie. yeah, we did. Yeah. So
1: you know, when we mentioned, you know, how different it is.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: well, they're they're saying it's going to be filming in Prague. It's and uh, Munich. It's been given a fifty million dollar budget. Well,
0: that's that's lower than I was expecting.
1: Yeah. I mean, like
0: by this that, I, today's I, standard, that's low. Well, you know. that's
1: why I think Momoa and um, I can't remember it was. Yeah, that's
0: probably Momoa's salary. That's,
1: that's why they dropped out because right. they were they were um, you know being uh, you know they I think they said they, they due to budgetary issues is why they they left the project. Um, so, if Saunders did uh, Ghost in the Shell, so and I liked Ghost in the Shell actually.
0: Uh, i I the movie. Yes, I I thought it was okay. I didn't think it it's was not, as bad as a lot of people said. The no. ending's awful. That CGI yes. fucking shit first that happens at the end is terrible. But yeah, overall,
1: I I actually enjoyed it. It's, it's I mean,
0: not like it's not it's, Alita levels as good.
1: No, at least but was it's great. you know it it's good. I mean, you, can, you it doesn't remotely compare to the original anime, which
0: well none of them do. But I mean, in terms of adaptations, I thought it's, Alita uh, is uh, like uh, the I gold thought, standard for me of adaptations yeah, at this point. I, I, so. I
1: thought um. You know, Johansson did a pretty good job as the Major.
0: Yeah, she was fine. Yeah. I think um, Scarlett Johansson's a great actress, you know. Yeah. Um, From Ghost World to, you know, love or whatever, World. Avengers. No I don't know, she's great.
1: We should cover Ghost World. I like Ghost World.
0: It's my fiancé's favourite film. Is it really? It's it's up there. Yeah, I'd never watched uh, it until she she like introduced me to it, and oh, thought, I thought, God, what a film.
1: I, the reason I watched Ghost World is because I vaguely knew of the comic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but i'm 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 a pretty big poshimi fan so it's like oh steve poshimi's in it so it's yeah. good <laughs> it's like you know it's, it's gonna be good um yeah so i mean the, the thing is is that with with the latest remakes there's been so much uh, they've all pretty much been pretty rubbish i don't know it, it, if you think if you can do the comic and you can make it like the comic fair play to you go for it do it yeah i I guess, you know, I'm not hopeful for it, but you know, who knows?
0: You never know. You never know. And and to be fair, having a lower budget might actually do it.
1: Yeah, because to be fair, yeah. you you don't really need a big budget to
0: do. Oh it. no, no, no! It just. Uh, I always think it's kind of almost reflective of a studio's faith in something at this point. Yeah, you know. Um. But uh Yeah, this
1: doesn't sound like they've got that
0: much faith in it. But that could that again could be a good thing. It could be one of those movies that slips by the studio and they don't really pay attention to it and we don't get that studio interference and it could be something great. So who knows?
1: Yeah. Uh what else have we got? Oh we sort of mentioned the Star Trek thing, so Oh
0: yeah. Star Trek continues to look shit. Is what we're talking about.
1: So of course they they announced on uh first contact day Yes. Um that uh Picard season three will have the rest of the next gen crew in it.
0: Except for and- Will Wheaton, which is weird because he's like the one that's been involved the he, whole time.
1: Yeah, he's been the one that <laughs> were like, oh, totally, like <laughs> shilling, whoring for I this I
0: know. Like production. he does the talk show thing and I always see yeah. clips of him like picking it up, and then they're like, Yeah, all of next gen are back. Apart from Will Wheaton. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay.
1: Well you can fuck off anyway. I guess. He but- brought out that fucking story about um Shatner being a dick to him on the set
0: oh I haven't seen that story um oh
1: it's it's a good story it, he told it years ago and it actually did make me f- sort of feel for him slightly right but now he's just bringing it out to make to try and make Shatner look bad well uh, okay. that's how I see it anyway and Shatner was like oh fuck off like yeah, get over of. it Shatner's yeah. like just fucking get over it
0: Shatner's like. 90 he doesn't give a fuck about anyone at this point does he exactly he's like say what
1: the fuck you want yeah i
0: I can't imagine he's
1: been to space he doesn't care about
0: what you say i can tell you now that when i reach the age of 90 i will not give a shit what anyone says about me like if i've made it that far i'm like whatever yeah he's been to space yeah um yeah so so the the cast of the next gen are coming back They yeah, the most they
1: also said it's going to be the last season the, the, the final season as well it's like well that seems
0: well they shot them all back to back didn't they uh, i and think I... they're halfway
1: through se- filming
0: mm. season three right now I, I guess the point is and this kind of i, I could be totally wrong here but it's bizarre that mm. you would release a trailer for season three halfway through season two yeah uh, and to me that says that people probably aren't watching it um but the, the the point is it's probably the final season. If this season's doing really bad, mm-hmm. it's probably the final season. Because they filmed them back to back. Yeah. Which is why I think this season is set in the past, because then they have to spend that much money because they can constantly no, just you know, they can just film on location. As soon as we um, heard
1: that last... You know, they were. It's going to be a time travel one. It's like, yeah, that well, we know where that is. Then,
0: yeah. Now, no full disclosure. I have not watched season two of Picard. Uh, I, I hear, I, no like, I. I but... Well, I was almost tempted because at first I was like, well, I didn't like season one. Um, I'm not really interested yeah. in season two. I don't like Discovery. I'm just not interested at all. But then like, I heard, i that,
1: sticking with season fucking one. Yeah, I should just quit halfway through. I, I, I wanted did. to
0: see it through. Once I started, I was like, I I'll, I'll see it through. To but i i was curious when i heard quite good reviews of like episode one episode two it was like okay maybe maybe i should um but by episode three and four because i decided to wait i thought i'll wait and hear what people say uh and and now it just sounds terrible so i'm like okay fine I, i won't bother now will tng cast coming back make me want to watch season three um again i'm gonna wait and see uh, we'll hear the reviews and wait and see i i personally my personal thought on this is that the tng cast they're not going to be the stars of the show that, they're going to be guest cameos they'll turn up in the odd episode or whatever you know like i said Worf burnt the pizza or whatever you know like Riker in fucking <laughs> season one uh you know i i just if it's a full-on that was that was that cast was a, reunion that was one of the, the the pure joys though
1: seeing Riker and 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 you know even though I think Marina Sirtis is a questionable person, <laughs> I think seeing those two characters was lovely. Oh, I mean, it's great like, to see them. I mean, it's terrible fucking you know episode? You but know, wasn't but... it like?
0: And then it was like, oh yeah, like they uh, our our daughter's dead or our son's dead because there was some thing that only an android brain could fix, and the Federation's yeah. banned I them. Mean, and yeah. we couldn't... And no but one else in the entire universe uses yeah, exactly. androids, so they just it had to die. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, the funniest thing for
1: me was you know, forgetting how fucking massive Jonathan Frakes is, and then seeing him... Oh, stood dude,
0: like, when he hugs Picard, he's like, holy yeah.
1: shit! Like, Jesus Christ, he's like this he bear an of answer. a man hugging a small child.
0: Yeah. <laughs> i also think though do you not think that you know even if this season two is is doing really well and i don't know it might be if season two is doing really well like patrick stewart's fucking so old now surely they're like we we we've we're lucky to get that, to season three
1: i think that's probably why they another reason why they still did season three you know just in case we get back to
0: back something.
1: Yeah. So i think they held off for, for a long time because of you know the filming with him because of the pandemic mm. i mean how long was the gap between one season one and two it's been a it while it felt
0: like a year a couple of years maybe i don't know
1: so yeah i mean oh, it's it's not going to bring me back that's for sure because the, th- the thing is in my head none of these new star trek series are relevant do you know what it will
0: do for they me don't
1: exist, they don't exist in my in my star trek universe so no but- sure
0: um I, I think what it will do for me is it will probably make me watch a clip or two on YouTube, but that, oh, that's, yeah. that's probably what will happen. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, who knows? If if there's like rave reviews, then I'm like, okay, maybe I will. But like season I will def- two, I'll
1: definitely see Gates McFadden. I mean, I I love Gates McFadden, so I'm more than happy to.
0: She's on um IMDb at the moment, isn't she? Like well, IMDb TV have got like some show called Center Seat or Center Chair, and she's yes. in that. I don't know what it is. It looks like uh-huh. a Star Trek documentary. I'm guessing, but um, I, didn't I don't know. Do
1: that, but I haven't seen it either.
0: But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting news. Maybe they can turn it around in season three. Um, from what I'm hearing of season two, I, 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 I was almost tempted, but it sounds like it's terrible now again. So yeah. I just, I just, I just don't have time. I've got like I've got up there. I've got all the movies, the original series, Enterprise, uh, TNG, Voyager, DS9. I have got Star Trek for like a year if I want to. I I don't need new Star Trek if it's crap. Yeah. I'll happily take good stuff, but I'm not interested. By the way, Mm. uh, Paramount have apparently done a 4K restoration of uh, the and a new director's cut of the motion picture which i am okay. very interested yes to. i didn't
1: hear about that
0: yeah apparently it's very well done as well so that's something i'll be keeping an eye out for mm. uh, apparently fixes a lot of the issues they had with the original movie and, and a lot of the, the kind of things they wanted to do but couldn't or had yeah. cut uh is apparently in this version it's different to the version they made in the early 2000s uh so yeah i'm quite excited for that that could be interesting Hmm. but as for new trek i don't know like i said to you uh before we went on air i really liked handsome mount is pike and i and i'm seeing this strange new world trailer and i'm like oh i wish i i could be more excited about it i don't think i'll even end up watching it but i really like him as pike and i I wish he could be in a better show
1: no it just i mean all the trailers i've seen for that just look make it look fucking i mean
0: it at least looks fun That's that's something that that I I think Strange New Worlds has going for it that everything else doesn't because everything else is so dour and miserable and it it
1: does look like they've tried to make it a little more Star Trek.
0: That yes, so that in itself makes it kind of
1: interesting, but but... it still doesn't make me want to watch it. And I like you said, I like handsome man. I think fantastic. Helen Wheels is a phenomenal series.
0: He was the reason I stuck with Discovery through season two because like his Pike was great and mm-hmm. i was like oh, i really like this pike i'm you know um but now i'm like which is why when it got to season three i was like oh pike's not even in this one <laughs> ditch it has got a fucking
1: noonian sum on the crew for fuck's
0: sake what? oh yeah you you've got to so I, fuck? I am hearing from um from season two of picard that it's like every reference they can shoehorn into an episode at yeah. this point um oh, yeah, you said about
1: the fucking gary Seven. gary fucking
0: seven is like bewildering to me one of the most goofy things in Star Trek, and and it was very of its time, but it was a backdoor pilot for another show. But that's such love, a goofy thing to I be taking. I
1: really love the Gary Seven episode. Yeah, you said. It's, like... like you said, it 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 completely takes away from Star Trek. But I I really <laughs> I love I love to see the Gary Seven show.
0: The best thing about uh the the Gary Seven episode is that like for fucking reasons they never explain ever again they open with, like, Shatner just being like, Kirk, he's just like, yeah, we've gone back in time to do some surveying of yeah back yeah. in time. And it's like that literally never happens ever again in Star Trek. Does no. anyone ever just like, yeah, just going to go fucking go around the sun a couple of times and fuck off back to the past and do a survey. We'll be back in a bit, guys. Yeah. That is bizarre.
1: But, yeah, I mean, I, I I do like the Gary Seven episode. it, it yeah.
0: is. I mean, he's got a cat, which is good
1: it's got a cat oh, lady see
0: a, a black cat yes yes <laughs>
1: it's cat lady
0: i wonder if that's who and it terry is
1: Terry is brilliant i love terry Gar's character in that as well
0: mm. but yeah so it, it's interesting um I, I will wait and hear the reviews i think from people i trust uh on on this who were initially quite happy with with season two <sighs> but then have now gone that's crap i'm like okay fine um you know yeah, like no. trek, yards, trek Yards seem to still be quite positive about it, so you know, that's something.
1: Well, but, that's, I think they're the only people that I know. That, yeah, that. they are about
0: the only people I've I've heard be positive about it, but yeah. that's kind of what I like from Trek Yards. That's kind of what I love about Trek Yards, is that they are very positive about Trek all the time, when they can be. When they When they find something rubbish, it is truly truly bad like you no. know um but yeah we'll we'll see how it goes i i can't say that it's really convinced me to watch season three uh, or even bother with the rest of season two i think that's the most bewildering thing releasing a trailer for your third season halfway through your second season is weird that is yeah. really weird yeah um unless no, even then. Even then. Even if this season ends with them like, oh, we've screwed everything up and we need to fix everything. How are we going to do this? And it ends on a massive cliffhanger. That's when you drop your trailer. Yeah. Not now. It's weird. Really bizarre. Drop it... the trailer. Why don't you drop the trailer for the next episode? Yeah. Just, <laughs> Instead it, of it, the it, next it season.
1: Does, it does sound desperate. It sounds like they're. they're like you know okay oh, stay with us because you know look what we've got coming next season
0: but the thing is you're in the past now so so them coming back next season there's no reason for me to sit through this season even if yeah you, you know even if i'm excited about that so i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens um uh doctor who's back easter
1: I saw the trailer for that. That looks terrible as well.
0: Looks terrible. I do like the uh, the sea devils look good, though.
1: Yeah, the sea devils look fine.
0: It's nice to see. Uh, I, I thought the same with um, the Sontarans in the trailer for the last season that I didn't watch. Hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know.
1: I, I mean, I did think it was a bit odd that they chose to Pick an older version of the centaurans
0: it is weird when they've redesigned it to then go back to the original, but, yeah, but fine, um but the sea devil outfits look cool, and you know all of that, but uh yeah, I mean
1: I to be fair with with the Sontarans, I really like the re the the modern versions
0: uh yes, I do as that- well i I have uh a, weirdly I have like a very vivid memory of uh the Sontaran from um i forget the name of the episode uh the the medieval one uh pertui oh uh oh, time, warrior, time warrior yes, time yes uh, i have that image of that first reveal of yeah. the tyran burned in my mind as uh-huh. a child and i always thought it was really it really was scary when i saw it as a kid um yep. so i have a very uh love i have a real love for that design for that reason because it's very uh, burned into my mind is like this this moment in my childhood when I first saw that. But I love the redesign. I think the redesigns are great. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, there any, is there anything else you want want us to bitch about or, I think that's it. Or, or be positive about maybe? I don't know. Um, what are we going to cover next week, Matt? What are we going to so, watch? I've got two options for you. Hit.
1: So, Terminator. Ooh. Or Escape from New York.
0: Oh, you fuck. Oh, God! I love both of those movies.
1: <laughs> I mean, we'll do them both eventually anyway.
0: I know, but-, but I know that we won't come back around to the other one for a long time because yeah. of, because of the way we cycle, yeah, do you have a preference? Nope oh uh, i I tell you what i I only because I haven't watched it in for ages and I want to watch it. Let's do escape from New York, cool. I I I love I love the Terminator and we'll definitely cover it but yeah. I haven't watched Escape from New York for ages and I've been thinking about watching it lately so
1: I, I that's actually I think that's a good idea that's good because I, it's been a while since I've seen New York I've seen I saw
0: Terminator <laughs> I to be like I watch LA every week but...
1: <laughs> Oh god LA no. you know, I I think I'm going to rewatch that anyway
0: It's got some moments it has moments it's just I mean, a horribly misjudged film It's very and I, mean, I don't mean misjudged by the audience. I mean misjudged by the director and everyone involved. Everyone involved, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Cool, yeah. Escape from New York next week. Sounds good to me. That's all we'll do. But anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. And we will catch you next time.